Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Finding Freedom podcast. I'm so excited you're here today, and I cannot wait to dive into God's Word with you. First things first, let me introduce myself. My name is Brooke, and I'm your host. I'm a homeschooling mom of three, military wife, and CEO of the Finding Freedom Co., a company committed to helping you get into God's Word and walk with Him in every aspect of your life. I'm passionate about teaching women how to find freedom in Christ, and this podcast is designed to help you walk away each week with tangible insights straight from Scripture that help you understand and then apply God's Word in your life. Developing a personal relationship with Jesus can feel overwhelming, and I'm here to help you simplify that. So grab your Bible, a cup of coffee, and something to take notes with, and let's find freedom in God's Word together. For years, I have led and been a part of in-person Bible studies and had women tell me, gosh, I wish you lived near me. I would love to be a part of something like that and get to be mentored by you. Well, friends, now you can. If you desire a community of women who are serious about their faith and encourage one another daily, if you're eager to grow in your knowledge of scripture, but sometimes struggle with consistency and motivation, if you sometimes question if you're understanding what you're reading in the Bible properly, If you struggle to apply biblical principles from the Bible to your life, if you have purchased a Finding Freedom planner or journal and struggle to use it consistently, if any of those questions had a yes for you, the Finding Freedom membership community is just for you. This is a community-centered monthly membership with the goal of pursuing consistency in our walk with God together as women, wives, and moms. I know firsthand how lonely we as women are feeling these days because I've experienced it and you've told me. I've researched and I've asked questions and had so many conversations with all of you trying to figure out exactly what you're looking for. And that is what I've put together in this monthly membership. It's time we link arms, pursue Christ together, and stop letting the enemy keep us feeling isolated and alone. We are made for community. We are made to pursue Christ, and together, that's exactly what we're going to do. So what does this membership include? It's going to be a community of women studying and growing in God's Word together. We'll follow a monthly scripture reading plan to follow together. We'll have resources that help you dig deeper into the text. I'll be doing a live weekly teaching and hosting a study discussion call, and you'll also be getting accountability and encouragement in faith, fitness, and all of your goals, and so much more. Basically, this is going to be your one-stop shop to find some new online besties who are pursuing God and looking to show up alongside of others who are becoming the best versions of themselves in Christ every day. Head on over to thefindingfreedomco.com slash membership or click the link in our show notes for all of the details and to sign up today. Back to today's episode. Well, hello and welcome back to the Finding Freedom podcast. So excited that you're here today as always. And this episode is going to be a bit of a doozy. So if you clicked on today's episode, chances are that your tongue is something that you struggle with. So a common phrase that we read throughout scripture is taming the tongue. It speaks specifically about this in James chapter three. And if this is a struggle of yours, you are not alone. This has always been a struggle of mine and my husband's and many people that I know, honestly, everybody, we all struggle at times with taming our tongue. And so 
I think it's important to talk about stuff like this. And I think it's important that I start the episode in sharing that this is a struggle of mine as well, because I don't ever want you to think that, you know, as I teach and I talk about, you know, scripture and God and these kinds of things on my podcast and social media that I've got it all figured out. Most of the time when I'm sharing things, it is something that God has been working on me personally with. And this episode is no different. So I just think it's important for me to share that as you, as someone who you allow to speak into your life, you need to know that like, I'm not perfect and I don't ever come to you to share these things from a place of high and mighty, holier than thou. I am here as a sinful human being who struggles just like you. Romans 3.23 says we all struggle and we all fall, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. All includes me as well. So um, just important for me to start this episode with that, but we do have power over our sin. And that's what I really want to go over in this episode is the fact that we, we all struggle, we all fall short, but we have power over our sin with Jesus. So it's not with our own strength. It's not with our own might. It is with the power of Jesus and him alone that we can overcome and handle these types of conversations. And so as we dive into today's episode, I just want to start with um, basically what it means to tame the tongue, because there's a lot of scripture where we read it sometimes and we're like, I really don't understand what that means. And this might be one of those. If you have not been around for a long time, maybe you're new to your faith, or maybe you've been in your faith for a while. You're like, what the heck does it mean to tame the tongue? That's such a weird phrase. So I'm going to start off with explaining that. So Ephesians 4 Verse 29 says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. In the King James version of this verse, um, it says, instead of unwholesome talk, it says corrupt communication. So corrupt communication and wholesome talk. What are those things? Verse 31, Ephesians 4.31 has the answer. It says, let bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all wickedness, with all malice. And so unwholesome talk, wickedness, bitterness, wrath, anger, corrupt communication, evil speaking, those are the struggles of the tongue. So when we're talking about taming the tongue, we're talking about removing those things from our mouth, removing those things from the words that we speak. And so the next question is like, like, why? Like, what is all of this? And so if we think of, I'm going to just go through some verses that kind of cover what the tongue means, basically. So Proverbs 12, 18, the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. So taming the tongue here means to bring healing, to speak words that edify God, Words that are going to showcase the fruits of the Spirit, which are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Anything that's evil, bitter, and angry obviously doesn't edify God. But the problem is when Adam and Eve sinned, God laid that same sin on all of us, on all of all of mankind. So whether or not we want to believe it, every human being is born with a wicked heart and an evil sin nature. Romans 3 verses 10 through 18 tells us there's no one righteous, not even one. There's no one who understands. There's no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They've all together become worthless. There's no one who does good, not even one. 
Their throats are open graves, their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark their ways. In the way of peace they do not know. There's no fear of God before their eyes. Isn't that encouraging? (laughs) When I read that, I'm like, man, we suck. (laughs) That's the best way I could put it. Like humans are terrible. We have such a terrible sin nature and it's discouraging. And, you know, lurking within each of us are so many degrees of hatred and bitterness and jealousy and pride. And the issue is, is the tongue, our mouths, they take hold of this and they strike out with just a little tiny push from Satan. So he knows that the tongue, like the words that we speak can bring life or they can bring death. And we'll get into that. But we see the enemy enter his way into our our conversations among strangers and friends and siblings and husbands and wives. And it's something we all struggle with. Like those, that sin nature, the words that we speak because of our sin nature is something that we all struggle with. So how do we handle it? What do we do? Do we say, well, I guess I'm doomed. I'm going to fail anyways, because that's what Romans um, three, three, ten through eighteen tells me is that I'm gonna fail, so I might as well not even try. Or do we say, "Man, I really gotta figure this out because I need to at least try to control it, right?" So hopefully you're choosing option two, and that's the one I'm gonna go with. So like I said, I'm gonna go through some verses on why we should why we should tame the tongue. We have now learned that we are all going to fail at this, so we know what taming the tongue means and we know that we're all going to fail at it. So why should we try to figure it out? There's lots of reasons. So Proverbs 15:4 says a gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. So do we want to be known as someone who speaks life or breaks the spirit? Proverbs 21 verse 23 says whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. So do we want to stay out of trouble? Um, Proverbs 13, three says, whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. So do we want to preserve life or come to ruin? Proverbs 10, 19, when words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. So do we want to bring trouble or do we want to bring wisdom? That's what prudent means. Um, Proverbs 15, 1, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So do we want to stir up or turn away anger and wrath? Matthew 15, 11, it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a person. Do we want to be a defiled or corrupted person? And then the biggest reason, the one that really just hits home is Matthew 12 verses 36 through 37. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak, for by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. So do we want to be condemned or do we want to be justified? Like on the day of judgment, the words that we speak are we're going to have to hold we're going to be held accountable for. So I don't know about you, but that kind of motivates me to want to figure this out. So then the next thing we're going to dive into is how. So we know that we're all sinful human beings and we all struggle with taming our tongue. So how do we do it? James 3.8 says, no human being can tame the tongue. It's a restless evil full of deadly poison. 
So are we doomed? Does that mean that we can't figure it out? I would say no, because if God declared that no one can tame the tongue, like we can't begin to do so. And, you know, we've quit habits. Like I think a lot of us have had some kind of bad habit in our life and we've quit it just out of our sheer willpower, right? But the problem of the heart and the tongue is that it can't be solved by human willpower, which is what James 3 is saying. But with the power of Christ, he can help us control our tongue. And that power is available to everyone who turns their lives over to him. So Romans 8 verses 10 through 14 says, if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation. It's not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. Did you catch it? It's through the power of the spirit who's alive in us from the moment that we declare Jesus as our Lord and Savior that we can tame our tongues. So what do I mean by that? When, when we're in tune with the spirit, when we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and savior, the spirit enters into our body and is now there to help us to become more like Christ. We'll never measure up to Christ, but it will help us to become more like him. And it will help us to battle this sin nature that we're all doomed to deal with. And so when we're in tune with the spirit, which means when we're open and we're listening to the spirit throughout the day, he will help us to speak words that bring life and healing. He'll convict us when we say, or when we're thinking of saying words that are not going to bring life and healing. So, you know, the moments when, when you're upset, like you're so mad about something or at someone and you have these terrible thoughts in your mind that you want to say out loud. Have you ever had the thought in that thought? (laughs) So you're having two thoughts. You're like, man, I'm so angry. I want to just explode right now. Have you ever had the thought like, nope, don't say it. Don't say it. Just walk away. That little small, still voice, that's the spirit working in you. He's interceding for you and he's trying to stop the situation. The thing is, we tend to not listen because we're so worked up and we're so angry and we're so caught up in our sin nature that we ignore that prompting to stop, to walk away, to not say anything. And we just blurt it all out and then we end up regretting it later. So we have to be listening for the spirit, for that conviction to say, no, like it's like the spirit is going to tell you, no, do not do this. So he convicts us before we even sin. And even after we sin, like sometimes it just, you don't control it. You lose your cool. It all comes out. And then you feel that conviction afterwards, but that conviction before and after is what is going to drive us to to repent and to pray for more filling of the spirit so we can avoid it next time or so we can continue to avoid it this time if we've been strong enough this time to listen. So as we cling to him and we yield to him in obedience, he's going to control us more and more, including our tongues. So the short answer of how to tame our tongue is this. We have to submit to the spirit. We have to ask him to convict us before we speak. 
And honestly, every morning, throughout the day even, we should be asking for the Spirit to just work in us, to help us to guard our mouth and asking Him to guide us. So I have some scriptures that I like to pray pretty regularly because, again, this is a struggle that I have had for my whole life and I will probably continue to have because I'm a sinful human. Psalm 19 verse 14 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord. So this is a prayer that I pray pretty regularly. Like I said, I need the Spirit's help. I need God's help. And so I pray for God to help me. I pray for the Spirit to be in me, to guard my heart and to guard my mind. And that brings me to Psalm 141 verse 3. Set a guard, Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. And so I take these two scriptures and I say, God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Set a guard over my mouth and keep watch over the door of my lips, Lord. Let me honor you with all the things that I say and do. Stop me, like remove the nature to sin from me, God. I need your help. So memorize these verses and pray them out loud each time like you're a you know, about to struggle, or you know that there's going to be a a hard conversation you're about to have, pray this prayer before that. If you notice yourself getting worked up about something, if you have these verses memorized, the spirit will bring them to your mind in those moments and you'll see, you'll think them and then you'll be able to like say them to yourself, even in your head, if you can't say it out loud, or sometimes you just say it out loud. Like there are many times where my husband and I are in a disagreement or my kids are just, they've got me really worked up about something. And I just say, God, watch my mouth. Help me to watch my mouth. Keep a guard over my mouth. God, I need your help right now. Help my words to be honoring to you, God. And I just say it out loud. And what that does is that shows that person that we are submitting to the spirit and we are trying our best to stop our sin nature. And it's a great way to show people Christ working in you. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, But the last verse that I want to leave us with is a verse that I cling to often when I know I need to just stop. There are those moments where you just get so worked up and you're like, I, I really don't have the power right now. I, I know that the spirit is convicting me and the spirit is asking me to not do this, but I really want to. And so I think of Ecclesiastes 3, 7, it's, you know, the, the famous, like there's a time for everything. Verse seven says, there's a time to keep silent and a time to speak. So I think of that often. I know that if I continue, I will regret it later. And so there is a time to keep silent and I need to honor that and I need to just be quiet. And then there's a time to speak. And that's the time when I know that I can control myself and the spirit is in me and he's going to help and he's going to guide me. But sometimes I just feel so much sin nature that I need to just be quiet and just let it go. So sometimes it's better to say nothing at all. Um, And we have to make that decision. That's not a decision that the spirit can make for us. There's not like a hand that's going to, you know, go over your mouth before you say the thing that you don't want to say. That's a decision. And like I said before, we have the spirit in us who is convicting us and saying, Hey, don't say it. Hey, pause, take a break, take a deep breath. Like those are the promptings of the spirit. And we have to be sensitive to those and we have to submit to those as we hear them. We have that power. We don't have the power to do it on our own, but the spirit is in us doing that for us and helping us with that. So I hope this episode has been encouraging to you. Taming the tongue is really about submitting to the spirit and asking the spirit to help you 
to overcome your sin nature because we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of God. We are never going to be perfect. And this is going to be a struggle for the rest of our lives because the tongue is just a powerful weapon that the enemy will use if we give him the leverage. But if we let the spirit control us, we let the spirit intercede for us. The enemy has no territory over our our mouths. So keep that in mind and let's go ahead and pray. God, we thank you for the power that you have placed inside of us with your spirit. God, we thank you that no matter what we face, you are with us and you are there to guide us and correct us and teach us. And I just pray that you would help us this week to keep a guard over our mouths, God, to really cling to you in our our moments of frustration or our moments of of sorrow, God, the moments that we just really want to say things that do not honor you, God. I ask that your spirit would just intercede for us right in that moment and that you would help us to be calm and to pause when we need to pause and to speak life when we have the words from you to speak life, God, but help us to tame our tongues. We can't do this without you, God. We need you. And so we just pray that you would be with us this week, that you would help us as we work through this and that you would guide us we thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. No matter how many times we fail, God, you are always there to pick us back up so we can try again. And we thank you for that, God. We love you. We praise you. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it spoke to you in some way. If it did, can you do me a favor? Take a screenshot and share it with someone else, or maybe even on your social media channels. In doing so, you're helping me get God's word out to more women, and I am so grateful for your help in that. If you have any questions, episode ideas, or just need someone to chat with or pray with you, I would love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at brookcollins09. I'm praying for you, and I hope you have a great week.